Today, we're going to bust some myths about calls to action and break some bad habits that pretty much everybody has when it comes to using calls to action and learn how to do them in better ways so that you can get more engagement and get more people to take action on your video content. Now, reminder that Monday we talked about hooks, how to grab their attention in just the first three seconds. And then on Wednesday, we talked about how to create your content so that people are eager to come back for more and always looking forward to the video content that you create. If you missed either one of those episodes, make sure you go back and listen to them after you finish this one. But today is call to action, the icing on the cake when it comes to video content. And first, let's talk about why calls to action are so important. We live in a society where we have all been so incredibly conditioned to calls to action that we rely on them. If we're not told exactly what to do and nowadays how to do it, we often won't take any action at all. However, simply putting it out there and telling people, hey, do this, and here's how to do it, here's a recommendation or a prompt, then they'll do it, they'll take the action that you want. So you always want to create all of your video content with some type of call to action as part of your outline and part of your plan. Obviously, if you're trying to get people to visit a page or subscribe or consider a product, that's gonna be your call to action, right? But oftentimes it's just relationship building and engagement. So your call to action, whereas you used to be able to say comment, that's not enough anymore. If you're looking for an engagement call to action, give people something really specific to comment on and that is relative to them and how they can share themselves and express themselves. So for example, if I were making a video and this was on YouTube, I might, or social media even, I might say, hey, let me know in the comments what video you posted that got the most engagement and what you think was responsible for that engagement or post a link to your most embarrassing video that you ever created and tell us what you've learned, you know, from that experience or since then. And those are fun and specific calls to action that are much more likely to get people to actually take the action than if I just said, hey, comment. Also with your calls to action, you want to give a why behind it. And you're going to see this more and more. You're going to especially notice it now that I've pointed it out. So for example, people used to say, hey, subscribe, you know, or hit the subscribe button. But now they will take it one step further and explain why. Hit that subscribe button. It really helps me out. It really helps me grow my channel when you subscribe. Thank you for subscribing. I really appreciate you. That kind of stuff, right? And then we feel more personalized and endeared to the person. And we're much, much, much more likely to take action and hit the subscribe button. Where appropriate, add some type of why behind your call to action. Another big thing with CTAs is when to do them. A lot of people have gotten into the habit of doing it at the end, and that's not entirely uh, wrong or a a no-go anymore. But hear me out on this one. We tend to zone out at the end. There is also value at the end. I'll get to that in just a moment. But you want to get in the habit. Now, remember on Monday when I talked about how to not introduce yourself. Don't waste those first three seconds of your video introducing yourself. Use it for the hook. That's a habit. People got in the habit of that. Move that a little bit later after your hook. Same with the CTA. You want to do a natural CTA early in your content and you're planting that seed, right? Or for people who might click away or not view the whole content. And you'll notice that I did that in this episode. I said, hey, remember, you know, Monday and Wednesday and go back and listen to those. I've already planted a CTA for you in this actual podcast episode. So you want to do it naturally during your content. And again, work that into your outline when you're 
you're outlining what you're going to say, what you're going to do. But then you also do want to do it again at the end because we tend to remember the very last thing that we engaged with or we'll take action based on the last instruction that we were given. So to just synopsize, you want to think about the CTA when you're actually creating the outline for your content. You want to not embellish, but add to it, give some more why, give some more how, do it naturally early in the content, and then again at the end. All this week, I've given you tons of easy tips that you can use right now to increase your video engagement. If you haven't heard them yet, go back and listen to the two episodes before this to learn about hooks and to learn about content that makes people come back eager for more for your content, right? Throw that in with the CTA and boom, you're ready to roll.